What's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And my friends, if you are new to this show, let me give you the big old disclaimer right up front. All of these people, every single one of them that you've seen on this show is a real person, not a paid actor. Somebody who in 99.9% .9 of cases, unless we tell you otherwise, is a client an actual student here of our programs, somebody who's gone through, who we reached out to and asked them to come on the show to share their experience. And we reached out to them based on success that we either knew they were having or, or, or um, allowed them to you know, track their progress somehow in our Facebook groups or something of that nature. In this morning's case, it's no different, okay? This gentleman is a salesman. Uh, he is a regular, average, ordinary guy doing extraordinary things here, taking on a new career path, uh, adding a new skill set to his, you know, work repertoire. The you know something that he's starting basically from scratch, and you are going to hear his story for the very first time right as I am. All these questions are completely off the top of my head. These conversations are natural. They go in whatever direction that um, they go. And there's no pre-planned you know, planned script or anything of that nature. Most of our guests, in some cases, have never even gone live before. They've only posted videos. And usually we talk about that and you're able to, to know that pretty, pretty soon in the show because we get all of that stuff out. So if you're new, put your seatbelt on, get ready for a wild ride. Welcome to our community and our family here at Legendary. Um, it is something that is unlike anything out there on the internet. With that being said, Brian, welcome to the show, brother. What's up, man? Good to, good to be here. Hey, good to have you. Everything that I say there true? Um, sounds pretty accurate, yep. All right, man. Well, tell us what, uh, first of all, where you're calling in from, and if I got your details at least... Uh, you have a family, children, I think, you're a salesman, and you're calling in from where? Yeah, so I actually live in Rock Hill, South Carolina, which is about 20 minutes outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I've actually lived in six states, but I've been down in the Carolinas since the early 2000s, so this is kind of where I, I claim. Um, I have a background. Um, I was in the service industry, bartending for, for years, and then COVID showed up, and all of that went away and just happenstance got into uh, sales, kind of outdoor remodeling decks, sunrooms, patio covers, stuff like that. And then uh, my wife and I just celebrated nine years of marriage and we have three boys under the age of seven. Wow, ma'am. Busy, 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 busy wow. life there. You got your hands full. So what the heck led you to legendary? Did you... Were you looking for something particular? Did you not know you were looking for something and you found it? And do you feel like you found what you were looking for? Yeah. So kind of my background, I've always been entrepreneurial minded. I don't know how deep we'll go into this, but just my whole life was doing things to make money, whether, you know, legal or not. I was figuring out how to make money. And um, I was a kid, you know, I was five years old selling my own toys, you know, having my own garage sales. I was 10 years old selling golf balls and just trying to just create money. Had my first job at McDonald's at 14 and uh, just lazy was never a part of my life. It was always about income and creating money. And so um, 
we've had pretty good success. Our life is pretty good, but I still feel like there's another gear I can shift into and there's more that I can accomplish. And so my wife has been, we've been fortunate. She hasn't had to have a job in over seven years. And so, um, you know, we've, we, but like, it was, it was interesting how all this, you know, happened because it was about June, uh, May, June timeframe. And I was frustrated with my, my sales job because it's a job you're going to be frustrated with it. Right. And I was like, this, I, I know people make money online. I know they do. We live in a world where you can do everything from a smartphone. What I have to start looking for things. And I was on Facebook, just honestly, just scrolling through things. Got one thing set up with somebody. It wasn't what I thought it was. Somehow I got connected with, and I don't know for namesake, I won't mention it, but it was an affiliate marketing company, which I was not familiar at all with affiliate marketing. I didn't know I had heard the, the term, but I never looked it up. I didn't know anything about it. And so I was just kind of taking these these classes. So I get up at 530 in the morning. And the reason I do that is because I know I can have like at least an hour of quiet. Right. And I was just kind of taking going through these videos and, and my wife's like, what do you what do you what are you looking at? I'm like, I don't really know. I'm still trying to figure this out. And it's about a couple of weeks in that I was like, all right. So I tried to explain to her what I was looking at. And she goes, let me show you somebody on Instagram who I know. And it was Chelsea Weeman. And matter of fact, she actually knows Chelsea. We, we know her personally. And uh, it was about last fall at some point that they got connected actually they got connected through a mom's group chelsea had moved down here from upstate new york that's where my wife's from they start talking about kind of uh food and health and all this stuff and so they kind of connect on a lot of those levels well they she ended up going over to, to where they lived at the time got to know her a little bit and just kind of followed her through instagram i didn't know any of this and so he, she showed me her her post and i was just looking at her post and Obviously, it's it was different than where it is right now, but it was still pretty good. And I was like, why? Why aren't you doing what she's doing? And she's like, she sent me a, a link and I was like, let me get that link. And so we started this seven day challenge together and I can go at a much quicker pace than she can because she's usually more with the kids than I am. And so I ended up just getting my own link and I just rolled through it. And the moment I heard that first 10 minute video, I was like, yeah, this is it. I'm ready. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting sequence of events. And it's been a common theme over the past few shows lately to where a spouse has actually sent the other spouse some a video, something and introduced them to it. It's a small world. And a lot of times another theme that's come up over the past couple of days is that this is right in front of our eyes, right under our nose, everywhere that we're looking and we just don't really know what we're looking for or what we're looking at. But once you go through our 15 day challenge and you start to kind of get the, the you know, wrap your head around what the, the simple principles, it's not rocket science. I mean, we're not, you know, this is not a burning bush. This is not, you know, the skies are parting and I'm delivering stone tablets to you as a guru. It really is just taking the time to go through and really connect it to everything that you've seen out there on the internet. And you, your brain just starts doing jumping jacks. So what has happened since then? How, how talk to us about what happened next in terms of you learning this, finishing the challenge, going through the curriculum. I mean, you know, everybody wants to 
you know, get started in, in, in has an expectation that, okay, I'm going to do this, especially after looking at other affiliates doing so well, how did you either pump the brakes and say, let me learn before I start? Did you just say, let me jump into this and talk to us about what you did next? Yeah. So as soon as I saw that video, I was like, cool. Sounds good. I think the only thing that I would have gotten through the entire challenge in three days, had I not had to wait for my business calls. Right. Um, but I think I was doing them in like eight or nine days. And because as soon as I saw it, I knew, okay, this is what I'm, what I'm actually looking for. And when you, how it was funny. How did you know that's what you were looking for? Yeah. Because listen, if you don't, if you're not aware that people are making a boatload of money online right now like welcome to the world that we live in like you have to realize like a lot of what i do outside of this like i feel like in another life what i could do is i could be a motivational speaker and i could go around and there's a lot of things that i've done that i've learned and, and I've, I've developed in a lot of different areas but i'm like the world of a nine to five is like talking about dinosaurs like that's not even the world that we live in right now, like if you're not making money from your phone, you're you're missing the boat. Like there's so much opportunity. So as soon as I, I heard how you talk, so I'm a very real person. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to be mean, but I'm just going to be very honest with you. And when I saw your first video, I was like, oh, cool. Dave's the same way I am. I can tell from this. And so as I went through this challenge, it was just like confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. But I was, I'm, I'm, I'm just the type of person where I'm like, look, you can never have one too much. Right. But my big drive is freedom. It's, cool. it's freedom. I don't, I don't, I do really well at, with my job, but I don't, I don't want to be there. It's, it's not more important to me than spending time with my kids or taking a nap in the middle of the afternoon, or just there's things in my life that are much greater than working for somebody else. Right. And so when I saw this, it just kind of fed into everything that I was already just who I'm wired to be. And again, I, I, I've developed a lot of this through my life of becoming this entrepreneur. Um, but you're, it was it day five when you start talking about the blueprints. If I could have fast forwarded that, I would have fast forwarded that. Like I just was like, just, just get to the end. I already have made my decision on what I'm going to do. I just need to know what the investment is going to be because I, I knew it, I was already doing it. Right. So I got my blueprints on the 12th of August. And then just, again, there's a lot, there's a lot, you know, it's, it's, a, a, it's a lot of information that you can take in. And so I launched my Instagram on September, September 9th. So I got the blueprints on the 12th, launched it on September 9th. And that's kind of when I really, you know, started, um, you know, and it, it was a lot of just trial and error. It was just, I think what holds a lot of people back is just the, the you know, I, I don't want to look like an idiot. I don't want to, you know, I don't, what are people going to think of me? But who cares? What does yeah. it matter? They don't pay your bills. Like, stop thinking about them. Like, what's most important in your life? Is it other people's opinions or is it the results that you live with? And so I just went all in. And, you know, my wife is amazing because she, um, she trusts what I'm doing in mm -hmm. every aspect and she's uh you she'll actually she'll end up having her own business as well because she's got a lot of value that she brings to the table but you know from it, as soon as i saw it i just i just knew you know I, it just it wasn't i didn't have to debate it i didn't question do i should I do it should i not do it like listen yeah. you, people go to college and they invest in an education but you invest before you get out it's like it's like sitting in front of a fireplace and saying once you give me fire 
then I'll give you wood. It doesn't work like that. You have to invest in order to get out. And that was my mentality going into it. Sorry about that. Just blowing the old schnozzle here. Uh, you get you know, all good. Live, live TV. Getting her cleaned out. You know what I mean? Um, so I can keep her going. So, man, that's a great story and it's a great mindset. And it really is the, the you know, it really is the ingredients that we all need in order to be successful at anything, which is to, successful people are quick decision makers. Unsuccessful people are indecisive. I hope I said that simple enough for everybody to understand it. You know, that's one of the th that's one of the things that I've tried to do with my communication over the years is to just be so be more clear. There's so much marketing. Chelsea just said, what's up to you, by the way? Hey, oh, Brian. Yes, Brian. I know him. I know him. What's up, Chelsea? So there's so many gurus and goblins out on the internet who, you know, try to overcomplicate things because they sort of, it's almost seems like their strategy to want to kind of confuse people and make them dependent, right? It's like when you finally figure out everything that I know, look, friends, being successful is simpler than that. Being successful, people have certain characteristics about their personality and the way that they approach opportunity. And it comes down to successful people are quick decision makers. In unsuccessful people are indecisive. They take forever to make a decision. And then they end up never making the decision. They, they don't make the decision. They just sit in what's called maybe land. And that's also, as a salesperson, you probably know this, a no is better than a maybe. Yep. Go for no, because at least you got a decisive answer and you can move on. Maybe it's just what maybe, maybe babies do is they take up more room on your calendar. Oh, call me back. Let me talk to the mailman, the dog, the mailbox, my neighbor, my broke uncle, and everybody in between, everybody at church, pray for me, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, man... Just discover and experience it for yourself and form your own opinion. It's kind of like when we take people's um, hearsay, gossipy opinion about somebody else. Oh, they're a jerk. And then we meet them and we're like, damn, that cat is cool. Right. I really yeah. like that guy. You know what I mean? Because we actually went in. So I love that you brought that up. Um, you know, it is it, it is way too... It is, it is one way that we overcomplicate the heck out of our life in business is to be indecisive. And you, this is not just about pulling the trigger on uh, this program or, or investing in yourself. You also will likely see that pattern trickle over into other areas of your life as well. Oh, not yeah. being able to decide what you're going to eat when you go to the restaurant, not being able to pick something from the menu. Half of you or more and I had to do this too. I'm not preaching. I'm also, as I point the finger, three are pointing back at me. I have had to develop my indecisiveness into decisiveness to learn how to just make decisions because the truth is I can always course correct. I can always, it is, it is, it is, there is no harm, no foul in saying, I take that decision back. I want I actually want to, I don't want to follow through with that. But the problem is, is when we stay in indecision and don't move forward to experience what's on the other side of the door, 
that nothing gets done. What comes up for you as I talk about this? Oh man, I could talk forever on this. Like your breakthrough is on the other side of your fear. Like there's so many times where all we do is, you know, there's a failure disease. I read a lot of books and one of them is called procrastination. And, you know, the more you sit there and think about something, it's like if you've ever been in your life and maybe you've had a, a small conflict with somebody, but you don't address it. And you just think about it and think about it and think about it. It becomes this massive thing that you're like, look, a 10 minute conversation could have just taken all of this stress, all of this anxiety off of your life. But you've sat there and made this thing so much bigger than it is. Like you look at all the leaders in America and all the leaders and, and you're right. I mean, there's a characteristic and it's they're they're quick to make decisions because it's not that it's even always the right decision, but it's they're quick to make a decision and take action and it's it's their mindset it's funny you're talking about chelsea i've had so here chelsea this is for you too i've had probably five or six people message me because they see that i'm connected to her through just chats and or just commenting and they're like and the, the number one thing they're asking is like is this real like is this legit because they see what she's done and it's nothing short of astronomical right and so, and I'm like, yes, 100%, you need to go, you need to keep doing what you're doing because, you know, it, it's 100%, it's accurate. And I was having a conversation, you know how on Instagram, at least for me, I've had a bunch of people hit me up going, hey, I can help you do this. I can help you do that. I can help you do this. And sometimes I'll entertain them. And I was just kind of having a conversation with a guy and, you know, he got to the, in cl the clothes and everything. He's like, all right, it's, you know, told me what it was going to be. And I was like, great. I'm like, I'm glad I got the information. I wasn't going to invest in anything. And, and I had mentioned, you know, this is how I kind of, I, I, I know Chelsea. And he was like, well, so, you know, what makes you think you're going to get her results if so many people fail? And I was like, because I believe I'm going to get her results. Cool. I was like, it's not about, it's, it's success is not about like, oh, you were lucky like they, you can look at so many people and go, oh, good for them. They're so lucky. Well, all that is is just you not being willing to do what they did. Success is a mindset. It's a mentality. And you you mentioned about it bleeding into other areas of your life. Like I have a successful marriage. My kids are amazing. I have I do very well at my job. I, you know, I. It's not like oh, well, good for you. No, it's because I've worked at yeah. developing habits that create success, which is why I get up early because there's things I want to get accomplished. Because you can always sleep, but you can't always be successful. Well, you can get up early like you do and then take a nap in the afternoon, which many of the commenters loved that, right? The freedom yeah. to be able to take a nap in the afternoon. Now, look, I don't know Chelsea intimately or personally. I know her from spending time with her at Masterminds, not even spending like personal time with her. Like we don't, she, you know what? When Chelsea comes to a Mastermind, she's working, She's filming content. She's speaking. She's that's what I know about Chelsea. People don't want to work like that. People right. and she doesn't care what anybody thinks either. She's right. recording. She's fit like this last mastermind that we were at just a couple of weeks ago. There was, you know, there was there was, I don't know, eight to ten um ladies who had known each other from you know this community and in online and they were excited to to be hanging out with each other but they didn't go they weren't they weren't going out to bars in in hanging out the whole time i don't know whether they did that or not uh, maybe one night but they weren't like they weren't like key keying it up like they they were filming man they were creating content they were filming videos. They were marketing. 
they were, it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was so clear why they're successful at the level that they are because they utilize every opportunity. They seize every moment they were at a, they were, and you know, of course we had lots of attendees at the event as well. And again, the majority of attendees and the majority of people that are not having the success in look friends, we're not, we are by no means. I have never sat in any video, not on Nan, one of these 830 or 40 episodes of this show and said that everybody is or will be successful. There's a disclaimer at the bottom of every single page of every place that we're selling or marketing anything on our site that says the majority of anybody who buys any how-to information gets no results at all. Why? Because I want to err on the side of compliance and I want to let people know right up front, this is not something that if you buy something, you're entitled to success. This is not a job fair. This is not, you know, this is not, this is not a, everybody gets a trophy thing. Freedom comes with a cost. The more freedom you get, the more responsibility you have to take on. There is there. And that's, I learned that when I was getting clean uh, 15 years ago, that with freedom comes responsibility. It's easy to be a, a lazy, it's easy to, to be, you know, not easy, at least it appears easy to be a drug addict or be homeless or just be, you know, kind of, you know, the, the you know, living sort of your, you know, your worst life, right? The, the truth is, is that there's no responsibility that comes with that. There's no responsibility. You get to say, I'm a drug addict. And other people say that for you. I learned that. Some people, we stay stuck in that learned helplessness. Now, all of a sudden you get clean. You know what getting clean's about or what it was for me was about learning how to be a productive member of society, learning how to be either employable or become an entrepreneur and have my own business. What comes up for you also when I talk about this idea of with the freedom that you is the most important aspect of this whole thing to you comes responsibility and the success is not guaranteed just because you buy something. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, I feel like the disclaimer should go without even being said, like nobody is guaranteed success. Like we live in a country where you can go earn it, but it's not guaranteed. And and here's the deal is you don't deserve it. We live in America. Let's just be honest. We are very blessed to be in America. Right. But, you know, I think about it with, again, because my whole 20s, I, I would joke about it and say, you know, I was in pharmaceutical sales. Um, but, um, you know, and, and there's, a, there's a lot that I learned through that season of my life. And, and literally, there's a whole decade of my life that was a blur. And, and when I take it back, I wouldn't because it's made me who I am today. But I think that, you know, as you start to develop into who you are, like, again, anybody who has significance, one, people are going to talk about you. Like, you got to recognize that. Don't get upset about it. Like, as many people who love Chelsea or as many people who talk crap about her, like, who cares? Like, opinions don't pay bills. It doesn't matter, right? You know, same thing with you, I'm sure, right? But, you know, second thing, though, too, it's like, if you have success and you kind of break out, because here's the deal. The norm is to go to school to get good grades and get a good job and do that until you're 75 years old. That's the norm. Making thousands of dollars a day online is not the norm. So you're really separating yourself. Starting an online business is not the norm. The norm 
is it's 1030 right now and people have been sitting at work in a cubicle for an hour and a half and, you know, they're looking forward to their lunch break. Like that's the norm, right? And it's, you know, it's fall season. So I don't know, whatever, maybe pumpkin lattes is kind of the talk around the office. Like that's the norm, right? When you do things that are different, like you got to understand, listen, if people have not been given your vision, don't understand them to expect your path. Like, if you're not the black sheep in your family, you're probably just fitting in. I find that most people that become successful, they're the ones in their family that always think like, ah, this is, there's got to be something different. Like there's something in us that's just wired to think different, talk different, act different, you know? And it's, again, it does come with responsibility where it's like, look, if you are going to have success, yes, you can keep it all to yourself if you want, but you really don't have a significance. You know, what people are looking for is one time we want money, but we also want an impact. We want to know that what we're doing, your, your hat says legends live forever. You don't become a legend by keeping everything to yourself. You don't become a legend by I made all my money and my family's taken care of and we're good now. You become a legend by the legacy that you leave, by the impact that you have. You know, it's like if, if a, a pebble gets thrown into a pond, the pebble doesn't see the ripple effect. But everybody else does. And it's wow. the same thing with your life of, you know, the more you can do now, the greater the legacy. Like, that's one thing I've learned. It's like even, you know, Dave, getting clean, like, think of it. There's one person you've met who maybe struggled with the same thing as you who didn't think they could get out of it. But they met you and you changed their life, which then changed generations to come. It's the, it's It's the idea of like. When we're so self-centered of me, 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 like that's got to be a miserable place to live yeah. versus realizing that what you're doing now is changing generations. So keep going because there's things you won't even get to see until our days are done. And now you can look back and go, wow, I had no idea showing up to that mastermind, taking these courses, stepping out on faith, doing these things that were stretching, that were uncomfortable mm -hmm. to me were actually going to do what they did in my life. Julie says, I'm not crying. You are. <laughs> hey, man, triple dipple. That's a look at look at me. I'm not even playing. I got two. I got two of them right here. OK, hello. It's a good looking hat. It's a good looking hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm coming. I'm 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 not even playing with it this morning, um, man. I mean, it's it's all it's all just so true. And unfortunately, this is not the message that we heard, you know, growing up. This is not the message. This is not the education that we got growing up. And so many of us are now in our 30s, some in our 20s, in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, wherever you are. And, you know, you're hearing this message for the very first time. Many of you who the pandemic actually brought you, actually woke you up and right. I mean, RIP to everybody who, who we lost in the pandemic. I, 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 I want to also be grateful for the fact that I am still here. I do know people who, 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 you know, who had a really, really, really tough time and, and the, the tough times always lead. The breakdowns always lead to our breakthroughs. And so many of you are coming out of a you know 20, 30 year slumber from school in corporate America because the pandemic 
made you go home and now you don't want to go back to the office. So you're desperately, you know, tr tr willing to try anything in order to make money from home, make money online and not go back to the office, not go back to the job. But the truth is, is it is going to require a different mindset and a different set of skills in order for you to be successful as an entrepreneur than it was as an employee. What does that mean for you? And what is the difference in your eyes from an employee and the mindset that it takes for an employee to make that transition to an entrepreneur? Talk about what it's been like for you to learn something, to be new, learn new skills, be new at something, have to humble yourself and not be the expert at digital marketing like you probably are and have been at other things that you've done that you have put in your 10,000 hours before this. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of it, you got to understand that again, I mentioned it, but anything you want is on the other side of your fear of your doubts. Like, and, and so like one thing about me and and it's like, if I find something I'm interested in, I go all in on it. I go all in on it because I want to, I want to get to those 10,000 hours as fast as I freaking can. Like, I don't want to waste any time. Like if I know I can have results, I want to go in as fast as I can so I can learn it. And then I can then teach it and help other people. But you know, the, the employee mindset is what's the least I can do to not get fired. That's the employee mindset. I think of it like this, like, mm -hmm. Some of you who don't have kids too, like it's, I remember there was a day I didn't have kids. Like my life was so much different. Right. But I think about it with, with my kids, like li literally for real, we control what they eat, what they wear, where they live, where they go. We do all these things. Right. So then, um, we send them to school and teachers control when they do this, when they do that, so on and so forth. And then we get into college and it's the best years of our life. Y'all ever heard that before? It's the best years of my life, which is really sad that the ages of 18 to 22 are the best years of your life. When guys, we're not even developed until 25. So it's like, all of a sudden I'm 23 and now it's going to just be terrible. You know, the reason people say it's the best years of our life is because you can go get hammered on a Monday and nobody's going to tell you not to because you've got a sense of freedom that you can now do the things that you want to do when you want to do them. And then you get a corporate job and guess what? Now your boss is telling you what to do. So our whole life we've been told what to do. That's why Dave, I think so many people struggle in the world of entrepreneurship is because you actually have to think mm. and grow rich. Mm. You can't just go do you have to think about, okay, what do I need to do? What's next? Versus when you go to your job, they have an itinerary. They have a list. This is what needs to get done. And it's just check, 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 check. And mm. then you're done and that's it. Versus being an entrepreneur, you have to be creative and think about what do I need? What does my business need? What am I trying to accomplish right now? And, you know, and, and here's the deal too. Listen. If you own a digital marketing business, which I'm sure everybody on here does or you're going to, and it was the only way you got paid, would you be able to live right now? Mm. You know, but what happens, I, I believe, and, and it's across the board with just, you know, businesses is people treat it like a hobby. You know, it's a hobby. Well, I'm, I'm going to do it, you know, when I have time. And, and here's the deal is if you have if you treat it like a hobby, you get hobby results. And I don't know what the hobby results are in this. Uh, I was never interested in that. I'm interested in um, 
lots of money. I'm interested in lots of impact. And, you know, but it's just that mindset where if you're not growing yourself, if you're not educating yourself, like what are you reading? What are you listening to? Who are you around? You know, if you hang around people, if you're a dreamer and you hang around non-dreamers, you're going to lose your dream. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the hardest things for me that I had to do, it really wasn't that hard because I knew I needed a change in my life as I had to completely di- disassociate from the people that I was involved with. The only person I still talk to from those days of my craziness is my wife. Mm. And it's not that they're bad people. Here's what you got to understand too, is just because you're changing doesn't mean you're bad. And if people don't come with you, don't get mad about it. They just don't want to change with you. They don't want to come with you. I'm sure everybody's given people an opportunity to, Hey, you can start a business online. You can do this. And they say this, they say that, but it's not, it's so what they just don't want to come with you. Don't get upset about it. Don't get emotional about it. Just understand that you've got goals, you've got dreams, you've got a vision and stay on that path because there will be a day when you can look back and say, I told you so. <laughs> I, I well said, no triple dipple, double, double hat throw on that, all that. I go back to the very first thing that you said, you said, because it was so clear and simple. And then we'll, we'll work forward from there, which is The difference between being an entrepreneur and employee is an employee does the bare minimum to not get fired. Yeah. What? So if that is what an employee does, what is, and if that is how we could define the majority of employees, how would you define the majority of successful entrepreneurs what are the ingredients and how would you make it as simply said as you did with the employee doing the bare minimum not to get fired yeah as a as a successful entrepreneur you have to have the mindset of i will until like i will until it's done you know like it's it's again it's anything in life like listen if you got a goal of like i want to lose 20 pounds great are you going to stop at 18 no, you're going to go to 20. Why? Because it's the goal. It's what you set. Like I have a goal of doing this, but why do we sell ourselves short? Like the challenge is that sometimes we just, we're so uh, inundated in what society has to say about us and what the government's doing and the inflation and all the things. And at the end of the day, nobody's going to take care of you, but you, mm. nobody's going to take care of you, but you, and you got to, for me, I always, I like talk to myself and I'm, I'm as hard on myself as anybody is on me. And I'll, you know, I'll use some profanity towards myself because I expect a lot out of myself. I expect greatness because I don't believe, if you think of the chance that you're even here, like the chance that you were even born is such a miracle. It's such a massive number. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're even here. So then why do we just settle? for less than what we actually want? Why do we settle for average? Why do we settle for good when we can have great, you know? And so it's just that mindset of like, here's the deal is does leisure take away your ability to pursue what you want? You know, like if you've got a dream and a goal, are there things that are stopping you from getting closer to that? And if the answer is yes, you have to ask yourself, is this more important than my goal? Like, I want to be home with my kids. Great. That's awesome. Are you watching TV? I'm not saying don't watch TV. 
I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is the average American watches 35 to 38 hours of TV a week. That's a mm. full-time job. <laughs> so, so listen, if the, if the whole goal is to be free and the whole goal is to be with our family and the whole goal is to live a life that's second to none, are you doing these things that average people do? Because mm. here's what average people do. They go to work from nine to five. They come home and they can barely pay their bills. The majority of Americans, the majority of them are living paycheck to paycheck. And the majority of them have at least two jobs, right? They live for nights and weekends. They have a three-day weekend and they go to the local beach or local somewhere that everybody else goes. Like they have this thing called a bucket list, which I'm fine with a bucket list, but I don't think it should be a once in a lifetime thing. I think it should be a regular thing that you do because you want to live an amazing life and be legendary you want to live a life that's second to none right but what average people do is average people allow somebody else to control their life they allow somebody else to control their income and by the way if somebody controls your money they control your life it's just that simple because they control the kind of car that you can pay for they control the kind of food that you can eat they control when you come home y'all ever wanted to not go to work and they're like no you have to come mm. I just had a buddy who his wife got in a, a, a pretty decent car accident on Monday. And the question they had to her was, are you still coming to work? <laughs> and he was, he was pissed. Oh was like, my God. I get it. But listen, if nobody's told you this, I will tell you that companies are not going to be loyal to you. It's a company. Like it's a business. They got to do what they got to do, but you it's just, it's developing this mindset of like, are you reading more than you're watching? Are you listening more than you're entertaining? Like what is predominant? Look at the pie chart of your life and how much personal development is in there. How much self-development, self-talk, education is in there? Like, what are you saying to yourself when you're around yourself? Like, what are the things that you're speaking? Like, it, you know, people, oh, it's, I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's true. If you tell yourself every single day that you're a millionaire and that you're awesome and that you're worthy of success, do you know that you're going to attract that to your life? Versus yeah. saying things about yourself that you're not happy with, that you're not thrilled about, that you are not proud of, but you keep replaying these movies in your life and your subconscious doesn't recognize what's real and what's not real. And the more you say negative and bad things about yourself, the more your subconscious starts to believe that that's your reality. And what do you think and say about also how we talk about ourselves and describe ourselves to other people? Because a lot of us have a difficult time, especially at the beginning of this journey, recognizing and learning how to manage and change our internal self-dialogue, which is really almost seems like, how do I control my thoughts? I can imagine somebody saying that. Well, I can't control my thoughts when the truth is, is that you, you can change and control your thoughts. And the, the easiest way to do that is to act yourself into a new way of thinking, not to think yourself into a new way of acting. You've probably been doing that for a long time and your best thinking got you where you're at. <laughs> at least what that's what they told me when I got clean. They, they, they said, well, Dave, you ain't going to sit back here and you ain't going to you may think you're smart but you ain't going to think yourself into a new way of acting. Your best thinking landed you here, landed you in drug treatment, landed you broke, landed you in a dead end job, 
landed you working for a boss you hate, whatever landed you fill in the blank for you, right? Our best thinking, thinking ourselves through a situation oftentimes leads to us asking ourselves how we got in the situation that we're in. Whereas acting, even if we don't believe it, right? It's kind of like, well, is this real? Is this true? But doing it anyways in seeing for yourself and then doing it, even though you don't believe it will eventually, if you get results and follow through, lead you to believing new thoughts and beliefs. But talk to me a little bit about also how people talk about themselves and do you notice this too the addiction to struggle you see this every day people in our community always use the term i'm struggling with dot 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 and sort right. of announce their struggle and then right it's like you know just kind of put their problem out there and there's nothing wrong with processing your thoughts and feelings friends we don't want you to feel shame for having feelings. But right now, we're also talking about manifesting and creating the life and results you want. And so was there a time that you also described yourself to others like a loser or talked down about yourself or you know, had a hard time talking positively about yourself so you would sort of downplay yourself? Or you would have a hard time, um, you know, making a, a, you know, making a claim or saying that you can do something or, you know, being positive and instead you were pessimistic. And how did you change that? And what advice do you have for people who are describing themselves in a disempowering way and seem to be addicted to struggling? Yeah, that's that's, that's such a key to success right there. Because I, I used to, again, like I... I'm naturally an introverted person. I'm naturally an introverted person. And so I used to tell myself all the things I couldn't do. Like I even think about it when I played basketball. So I, I played college basketball and I would dwell on misses. I would dwell on misses. And I had to get out of that and understand that every every shot I'm going to take, I'm going to make. Right. But two things. One is so you, your thoughts control your words. Your words control your actions. Your actions control your habits and your habits control your results. And so the most important thing you can do is you can start writing down things about you that you want to see happen. You want to be, you know, you need to start speaking in the now. Like I am a successful business owner. I am a loving parent. I am whatever it is you fill in the blank and you start speaking these. And here's the deal is you're not going to believe it at first. You're not going to believe it at first, but that doesn't matter. The goal is just to start doing it because the more you speak it, the more your subconscious starts to hear it and it believes it as a reality, right? One thing that I have found that anybody can do is if you find successful podcasts of any kind, something you want to listen to, listen to it in your sleep. Listen to it in your sleep. Your subconscious does not sleep. So anything that you hear, you're now programming because what we don't, people don't realize about your brain how powerful it is is you can literally form it however you want to. You can tell yourself you are – think about the world we live in right now. There's a lot of people telling themselves a lot of very interesting things, but here's what they do is they believe that to be true because it's what they keep telling themselves, right? Something that will help everybody on here, and I learned this a long time ago, is no matter what you say about yourself, follow it with the statement, uh, and that's the way I like it. 
So if you say, I'm struggling, and that's the way I like it. I'm sick, and that's the way I like it. Would you still say the same things that you say? Because success, Dave, you know, the success is really not about what you do. It's about how you think. It's about the way that you train your mind and the way that you view things and the way that you can talk about things. Once you get your mindset right, that's why the guy's like, well, why do you think you're going to get hit results if you know so many other people have failed? I was like, because I think I'm going to get the results. Like, I, It's the way that my brain works is I've trained it to where I'm in control of my brain. My brain's not in control of me. And so I can tell it if there's things I want to get better at, I start speaking towards these things. Like everybody talks, at least the people who have the ability to. Imagine following your words. Your words come out and you follow them. Do you want to walk into what you're saying? You know, and so it's it's where do you start? Jump on Google and type in positive affirmations. Start somewhere. Every day I drop my son off. We sent him so actually, you know, he goes to the same school as Chelsea's kids. And so they're they're real good friends. But every day we go, every day we go, I have on the back of my phone, I uh, on my home screen, I have money affirmations. And every day, him and I talk about money affirmations every day. And so he knows he knows them. He tries to beat me and say them before me. But he's literally six and a half, almost seven. And I'm training him on how I attract money easily and effortlessly in my life. I embrace new avenues of income. And he's literally saying these things. The last thing he says, and he always beats me to it, is money is my friend. Because we live in a world where money's evil. Oh, if you're rich, you're doing something wrong. No, no. The reason you go to your job is because you want money. It's not because you love it. So let's just get rid of all that and stop saying that people who are successful and wealthy are materialistic. That has nothing to do with it. Oh, why would you need all that money? I love all these posts. They're like, well, if you made that kind of money, why would you drive drive that kind of car? Because I'm what am I supposed to do? Buy a Lambo every month? Like what what is wrong with these people, right? It's it's setting something up for your future, but here's the deal is what it is, it's the freedom to choose, it's the freedom of choice, it's the freedom to eat where you want and travel and do the things in life. But if you don't speak these things, I'm afraid you're never going to get these things. I can't hear you. That's because I like to be on mute and just talk to myself. Uh, You know, and for those of you who are religious, you can find prosperity, you know, weaved throughout all religious scripture. You know, you, you can, you can, you know, there is not a single, you can, you can see prosperity weaved into all, um, you know, all of our, civilization's most powerful and prominent institutions, such as college, for example. I mean, some of the largest endowments, some of the richest uh, institutions in America are literally our educational institutions. Um, there There are money managers out there that are in charge of, you know, um, endowments for some of these Ivy League colleges that are just, just apps. I mean, how can a college like Colorado pay Deion Sanders, you know, 25 or $50 million or whatever they paid him to come and coach football, right? I mean, when you start to really follow the money, you also realize what's actually important and where a lot of their money is going, 
it's going to athletics. You know, some of these coaches look at uh, look up Nick Saban's, uh, uh, you know, salary over at Alabama University. Look at where some of these, um, you know, these 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 college level coaches, how much they're getting paid, where they're spending their money, how much money they have in their endowments. I mean, um, it, it just is wild when we follow the money and look at what they're doing instead of only listening to what they're saying, we actually realize that, as you say, it's all about the money, okay? And the quicker we get real about that, the quicker that we embrace that poverty is not noble. You are not being a noble man by being poor. You are not being a noble man by not chasing success to provide for your family and offer and have the ability to provide impact and resources for your community. It's not noble. You as a man cannot do enough with your bare two hands to really make an impact on anything more. You as a man, me as a man, can hardly make an impact on my own family with my own two hands. I can't I because I would be homeless. It would be abuse for me to only rely on my own two hands. I mean, we're talking about, what are you, a farmer? What are, are you a pilgrim? You know, are we bartering, you know, you know, oats for corn? I mean, this is modern day society, friends. The only thing that buys groceries, go to the grocery store and try to buy a loaf of bread and milk with, with you know, by being a good guy. I'm a good guy. No, you go to jail. You'll go to jail for trying to walk out the door with that milk and that bread. You have to have money. In the pursuit of money, it's not evil. The pursuit of money is not, doesn't make you a bad person. The mindset that money is evil makes you a almost irrelevant man, makes you somebody who has no impact. And so I think that not only this mindset shift from going from employee to entrepreneur, but also how we view money, which is what's coming up for me as you were talking about that, is so important because we have to let go of this idea that pursuing success, getting money, having money flow to you easily and effortlessly is some sort of a sin or some sort of a crime or some sort of, you know, we have to stop talking about billionaires in a negative light. We have to stop talking about millionaires. We have to stop looking at people who drive Lambos as, as if they're arrogant or cocky, right? That's one of the, that is one of the, the very, um, it, it's, it's, it's sort of a, um, you know, uh, these belief systems are very sneaky the way that they sneak in. Because when somebody pulls up in a Lambo or somebody has some expensive designer jeans on or what it's very or pulls up in any nice car, it's very easy to 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 quickly judge them and say, who do they think they are? Right. That person's so cocky. But the truth is, is that if that person can afford to buy that Lambo, can afford to buy that nice purse, can afford to buy that nice fill in the blank. 
Imagine also how they're likely providing for their family. Imagine also how, how, how likely it is that their children are going to whatever school that they want while your children are forced to go to a public school that you may not like. Imagine how their children and their families probably eating organic and, and you can't afford it, right? So a lot of times we're quick to judge. Again, this is a book by the cover kind of moment for me. We're so quick to judge a book by the cover. And we see this all the time out on the internet where people make these sort of negative comments. We're quick to judge a book by its cover and use whatever we see just in a split second of somebody's life to judge them as cocky or arrogant or who do they think they are when really the only thing that we're doing is talking ourselves out of success as if being poor is noble, right? As if it's, as if you have some sort of spiritual, um, you know, some spiritual righteousness, right? And the truth is, especially for those of you who are religious, if you don't have somebody in your life that a pastor, a mentor, a Bible study, something that is showing you and outlining to you poverty principles, or excuse me, prosperity principles all throughout your spiritual teachings, whatever they are, then you are being misled. Because the truth of the matter is, I see these, these people out in some religion standing on the side of the road or standing at the bus stop or whatever, handing out pamphlets. And while that seems nice, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to make a difference in maybe a couple of people at the bus stop. Imagine what you could do with an extra $10,000. Imagine how many people you could feed. Imagine what you could do for your church if you wanted to make a deal, whatever it is. I'm just money with manpower combined with manpower creates real impact in, in this world, in this life. Bring us home with some thoughts about what I just said, or what, you know, maybe share what you've learned about yourself through this process as you've sort of renewed your entrepreneur spirit here once again on this new path. You've only been doing this for a couple of months. So you're also new at this. What has this journey reminded you about yourself? What has this journey taught you about yourself so far that you may not have realized in previous ventures? Bring us home with a thought that everybody can maybe also identify and relate to in terms of seeing the good in themselves and seeing how they are actually progressing, doing better than they probably think they are, even though they're feeling addicted to struggle and not really able to see their own growth. Yeah. I mean, so again, money is a tool. It's just how you use it. Every church is looking for money. People standing on the side of the road are looking for money. Everywhere you go, they're looking for money. You know, Dave, you're talking about how you can't walk in and pay, you know, for a loaf of bread and milk off of, you know, being a nice guy. I've always you know, said you, you can't pay your bills off of status. You know, you can't walk in and get $300 worth of groceries and go, well, I'm a VP at the bank. Doesn't that count for anything? Like we live in a world where people will get, uh, you know, promotional titles, but they won't get promotion income. And I'm like, it just, I, I don't, I don't get that. Like you can call me whatever you want, but the ends have to meet. Right. And again, but it, it's like, we, we do, we, and, and here's how I think a lot of it comes is like, it all gets stemmed down. You got to look at your family history. Nobody who came from a millionaire family talks about how money's bad unless mom and dad had affairs in the house and there was a huge 
turmoil within a house. Like nobody's really, but if you come from a family that's been, that had money, you don't think it's evil, right? But if you come from a, a family that doesn't have money, here is a justification. And here's an example of why people will stay where they are is they'll always say, well, you know, we don't need money to be happy. Okay. I get it. Money doesn't make you happy. But living indoors does make you happy. Driving a car that you can turn off and it actually turns off does make you happy. Being able to provide for your family for Christmas does make you happy. So I kind of argue that a little bit. But what they're saying is we don't have any money. So we're going to justify why we don't have money versus going, you know what? There's actually probably more we could have done where we could have stepped out a little bit more and taken it. And I say step out on faith. Faith is not a, a spiritual word. Faith is an action word because everybody gets in your car today and you have the faith that your car is going to start. It's an action word. It's, it's not a spiritual word. So really is do you have faith that you're going to make it? Do you have faith that you can provide for your family? And go back go back to this too it's like i think of you know the type of money that people make in america and listen most of the people who are really 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 financially successful they give away a large percentage of their money that's what people don't see they think oh you got a lambo listen how much does a lamborghini cost i don't know three hundred thousand dollars if they make three million dollars a year what is that ten percent of their income how much does your honda cost forty thousand dollars how much money do you make $100,000? Well, that's 40% of your income. So if we talk about being materialistic, you're actually more materialistic than they are because you're putting more money into your car than they are. It's it's just our perspective is so screwed up because our public school system, God bless you if you're a teacher, I feel for you, but they teach us how to be employees and how to live in a system that was created years and years ago to keep people in the employment field so that way the entrepreneurs could succeed and the employees could maybe just get by. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want benefits. I want to be able to pay for the benefits. I want to be able to provide, you know, it's like, again, it, it, at the end of the day, do you love what you do? And the answer is probably no, right? So then why don't you just take a step of faith or leap out and go, you know what? I'm going to create something for myself. What if I fail? What if you fail? The number one regret, I go go look around. You'll talk to people who are kind of in their, their last stages of their life. The number one regret people pe that people have is that they didn't take the chance on something that they wanted to do. They have the regret of what if. I'm not going to leave a what if on the table. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know what that looks like. It's not really up to me. But I'm not going to leave a, what if I did go do that? I'm going to give it everything I have. And if I fail, so what? Right? 50 cent, you know, get rich or die trying. It's like, I'm going to at least try and see if it works. If it doesn't work, so what? It's not a big deal. But at least I can't, I'm not going to look back on my life and think, man, there was this digital marketing scene that was taken off. And I wish I would have gotten involved in it. You know, I wish I would have taken advantage. I wish I would have invested into myself. Like, I wish I actually cared about my results so much that I was willing to spend money into myself. Because what successful people do is they spend money to get time. What broke people do is they spend time to get money. Mm. Everybody who's working a job right now, I'm not saying jobs are bad. Please hear me. I'm not saying they're bad. And some of them, again, if you're a vet and you're doing it because of the animals, I I love it. I love it. If you love what you do, do it. 
Okay. Yeah. But the majority of people don't love what they do. And the majority of people, if your boss came in today and said, Hey, by the way, we love you, your value to us, but we're not going to pay you anymore, but we would still love you to come here and work. <laughs> nobody, nobody would show up. So it's not that we love what we do, because if we love what we do, we would do it for free. I know we live in a world where like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's just a, a that's just to get you to lose sight of the fact that you have to do it forever. Right. Like yeah. if you love what you do, you're going to do whatever you want. You're going to travel. You're going to sleep in. You're going to just do things like imagine getting off of this call right now and going to do exactly what you want to do. In the end, it all comes from money. And yeah. we have to create money. And it's not a bad thing. Money is a great thing. It's the person who creates it that determines the value of it. Mm. But I think we just have to get out of this scarcity mindset of like, well, you know, nobody in my family has succeeded. Good. Then you be that person. Well, yeah. I didn't come from that kind of family. Well, good. You create that for your family. You know, Dave, I'm sure you didn't come from a, a super successful family, right? But now all of a sudden it's like you look down generation and you're like, man, anybody can be a generational curse breaker. Anybody can break curses. And here's the deal. If you don't break them, they get passed down to your kids. And they have to deal with what you didn't want to deal with. Yeah. My whole goal is to keep all the weight on my shoulders and to set all these, just take care of all the things. So then when my boys grow up, they have a life where they can see a hero inside the family. They can see an example. They can see what hard work looks like. They can see a dad that loves his mom, their mom. Mm. They can see what real relationships look like, but people who are actually successful, but good, honest people. And I think everybody should strive for that. I think everybody should strive to be greater. I don't think we should settle into what the world tells us we are. I think you should always try to be great. You should always try to be legendary because if you don't try, you never will. But I believe if you do try and you stay on the path, even when I started this business, there was a lot I didn't know. And I was confused for some of it, but I was, I just kept, just keep going, just keep going. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Don't get overwhelmed and stop because then if you stop, you'll never see the results that you want. So. Yeah. Love it. Look, somebody said I needed to back an armored truck up here in the driveway for all the platinum grapefruit size nuggets that were dropped. And I absolutely agree, brother. This has been so fun, so inspirational, so, so much wisdom shared this morning. I want to validate you, man, and just really tell you that you're on the right path here and that, you know, you do have a gift and that uh, that gift is is now being you know, manifested in your life because of all the work that you've put in to get here and all of the things that you've been through, just like me, have prepared you for this moment, man. And I can't wait to, to, to be, you know, follow your journey. I'm honored to be a part of it. And let's continue this uh, round two here in the near future. Come back and see me and let's stay on the path of greatness and in, in, in inspiring people. And uh, I could do this all day, man. Um, but I know that you're busy and, and uh, you know, people, people need to soak up all of the, the gold that was dropped today. This is one that I encourage everybody to go back and listen to and kind of take in some of the, these mindset principles uh, that, that you have dropped that we've talked about today. And um, thanks for spending the morning with me. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to getting back on here with more results. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon, man. Stay legendary. Bye-bye.
All right, everybody, you can follow Brian over on TikTok and Instagram at affiliate underscore four, the number four underscore freedom. Affiliate underscore four underscore freedom. It's affiliate for freedom. There's just an underscore there, like a space um, in between the words. You can also find him over on Facebook as well at Freedom Affiliate. Okay, you can find him at Freedom Affiliate over on Facebook, but go and check him out. You can find him easily over on Instagram and TikTok, connect with him, follow him, continue to soak up all these platinum gems that my man's been dropping and will continue to drop because he's in his lane right now. He's on his he's on his ish right now, you know, and uh, my hope is that all of you are are feeling inspired this morning to go out and talk your ish too, you know, talk the things that you want into existence and realize that everything that you want is really just a few actions away, you know, not a few, a few that will lead to a few and that will lead to a few more. Um, the other thing that I want to leave you with this morning is that, um, you know, no matter what each one of you has been through, it may feel like a mess right now. Figure out some way to turn that mess into a message, not only to yourself, but to the rest of the world, and then monetize that message. Make money from that message. Yes, monetize that message. Turn the mess into a message and monetize it, my friends. And you will realize that everything that you've survived through and now are prepared to thrive through has happened not in vain, but for a reason to give you a story to tell, to give you experience to be able to lean on, to give you all the tools that you need to stop surviving but start thriving. Get out of here, my friends. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a wrap-up episode on Friday in an amazing week of shows. You can find us all over the podcast platforms. Just type in Wake Up Legendary, and it'll take you right to them. You can, of course, re-listen to them right here on this Facebook page. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Get out of here. Love you all. Appreciate all the validation, all the appreciation, all the wonderful, warm, empowering comments back to myself and especially Brian this morning. Thank you so much. You all make this show exactly what it is. Legendary. Get out of here. Have a great day. Peace.